All right, welcome everyone to Sports Talk for the Fans Podcast. I am your host, William. On today's show, we are jam-packed talking to NBA basketball. Um, we are going to get into the game twos that we haven't talked about yet. Um, the Monday games as well as yesterday's games. Before, um, oh, I think we got it now. I'd like I to introduce my co-host, B. Say what's up, B. Yo, what's good, everybody? All right, finally. Thank you, Lord. All right, because you guys don't know what we had to go through to, to get us all on right now. Um, I got a couple special guests. I want to say what's up to my man, Manny. What's up to what's, the people? What's up, everybody? All right, as well as my boy, Blue. Say what's up to the people, man. Thank you for coming. What up, peeps? What up? All right, let's get to it, man. I, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm scared that this is something going to happen. Like, all the confusion going on, I'm trying to get through it quick now. All right. So let's talk about Monday's games. Let's start off with the Milwaukee and Miami game. Now, anybody surprised by the outcome? Like, not just the outcome, but Milwaukee being up 2-0 so far. I'm going to drop it to Blue first. Uh, after watching game one and taking them to overtime, I was. I thought they'd come out with, you know what I'm saying, being more doggish and understanding they can be physical with Milwaukee. That keeps the game close. But, uh, again, man, when you look at how Milwaukee was hitting threes, Giannis pretty much did what he wanted to do. Uh, yeah, I, I'm surprised about how, what, almost a 30-point win? Uh, almost a 40-point win? Yeah, I'm definitely yeah, surprised. Yeah, 34 points. But I'm surprised that Miami didn't put much of a fight up uh, in the third or fourth quarter. I agree. I agree. Um, man, once I seen Forbes doing that, I'm like, man, it may be a long day for Miami. Yeah. So, all right, Manny, your thoughts on um, game two, Milwaukee and Miami? Yeah, I kind of expected it. I thought Miami was going to have one of them games where they just ball out. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, like I was saying before, the Tyler Hero not getting no minutes. He's a big part of their team the last year, the last run and everything. Yeah, I'm looking at his minutes total. He um, totaled 18 minutes, which, you know, is not a lot for someone like him. I don't know whose phone's yeah. acting crazy right now. All right, hey, I want to give your thoughts on uh, what you saw in the Miami Milwaukee series. Yeah, um, uh, I don't know if, if is it Brian Forbes that that's how you right, right. Well, Brian I know, Forbes, I know yeah. it's yeah, they spelled a little different, but I was very uh impressed in what he did and how he came out, even, <laughs> even in contested threes. He's a good shoot. I remember him from the Spurs days. And, uh, yeah. He's always impressed me with the show. Um, where do you think the series go up against him? Do you think um, Miami has a shot to come back? I'm on my hand to give you. Yeah. Uh, with, with, with that, Miami, they could, they, but it got to be a major turnaround. Something yeah. has to happen. Could the key factors be? Bring something to me. What do, what do you think they have to do to turn it around? If you're the coach, if you're Spolster, what do you do? You, you got to slow down Giannis. Giannis, he, he makes he makes it run. Absolutely. If because you'll need a thirty plus game from from Middleton and uh, Drew Holiday for them to mm-hmm. be in it if Giannis isn't going. So if okay. you 
if you have Giannis not going at all, well, not at all, because that's Gian, he's he's pretty, he's gonna score a good right. amount of the time. Just but make him inefficient, you know, yeah. clog yeah. the lane on him. Yeah, but, but yeah, to, uh, stuff like that. To, to go off what B was talking about, I, Milwaukee won very convincingly. Right. But but they Miami, Miami still made fifteen more three pointers. Mm-hmm. They did that. Hey, that's the name of their team, and that's with Forbes hitting how many? Um, what he hit six. He hit six. No, Milwaukee actually hit. Um, I'm sorry, Milwaukee hit 14 more threes, man. Yeah, they did. Yeah. You might have been looking yeah. at the wrong stat. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was Milwaukee one. who dominated. Because I'm like, oh, that can't be right. I had to go look yeah, at it yeah, myself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like twenty-two to eight or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's a huge difference in the NBA game. You're gonna have to kill them from the line or or in the paint to to match that. Um, what about you, Blue? Yeah, yeah. How does Miami? How does Miami come back from this, or do you think they can um, come back from this? I, I do, man. I think they got to get Milwaukee out of their comfort zone. Uh, if you mm. watch the game, it's like they allow Milwaukee to come down court and get in their offensive sets. And Way the only too time easy. He tried to be somewhat aggressive is when Giannis had the ball and he's going downhill. And once Giannis going downhill, there ain't really too much you could do except hope to get a chunk. Um, so I think they need. Exactly. To, I think I think Spolster needs to coach, man. You know, you got to start picking up half court. Sometimes pressure the ball ninety four feet. I know that burns energy and it, it, it takes your seven man, eight man rotation, maybe nine. Right. I like that idea. Miami's yeah. got a deep, deep enough team to do that if they, they want they to. Do. Yeah, but I, I think they that's what Blue was saying. Go ahead, brother. Back to what Blue, back to what Blue was saying. I'm surprised with like Miami's depth and a lot of NBA teams that are deep. I'm surprised they don't do that more often. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm. I don't know why they don't, man. Instead of giving someone, you know, what I'm saying twenty, maybe twenty seconds, maybe fifteen seconds to run an offensive set. Could yeah, it because like maybe you know, what I'm saying fifteen to maybe ten seconds, and that's not enough time to get into a set. Right. That means You're only going to get to your first option basically yeah. in that amount of time. You're yeah, not going to be able to get your second cool. and third options. Yeah, yes, sir. So that's what I would do if I was the coach. I mean, you ain't got nothing else to lose. At worst case scenario, well, at best case scenario, it may be a gentleman's sleep. You may get one out of here. But pressure the ball. Try to find out where you can expose them at. Um, you know, so maybe their guards will get tired. So by the time it, it gets down to the late third, fourth quarter, you know what I'm saying, they have to change their rotation up. All them shots not falling as easy, uh, whatever the case may be. So I just think, you know, that and then try to get a little bit more physical. Physical always works in the basketball, man. Play to the strengths of all the weaknesses of the referees. If the referees then you bump and grind, man, then do right, it. Right, right. Fill it out early in the game. See, see how yeah. they're calling it. Yeah, because if, if you don't, it's going to be 4-0. So you got to do something different. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to run this down to each of y'all. Who wins game three? Manny, you go first. Um, I think Milwaukee wins game three. Okay, so you got Milwaukee going up 3-0. B? Yeah, I think I think, I think you want to go on the, on the road. Stars and stars are going to stand out. Unless Miami give a great team effort. Okay, I think, I think Giannis, Giannis is going to give you what Giannis gives you. Yeah. All right. B, who do you think wins game three? Uh, I got Miami. Miami. Okay. Three. I think, Blue? Um, well, I'll see what I think after Blue. Okay. Oh, I'm with Manny, man. I think I think Milwaukee. Uh, mm, interesting. Gonna, yeah, I don't think they're going to have an issue with Miami this year. Unless folks are really and truly change some things up, I think it's going to Yeah. You know, you know what? As I'm listening to your points – I want to pick Miami because I know the heart Jimmy Butler got, and yeah. I expect out of Bayou to. I don't know what's up with him. He needs to snap out of it, whatever it is. 
and and I respect Spolster as a coach and and the Heat as an organization to at least make it competitive. And they did in game one. But did yeah. Milwaukee find something in game two? Or do they got a swagger that is going to be tough to put out now mm. after that you know, type of win? It's my you know question. What Miami, you know what Miami remind me of right now? It reminds me of, of almost watching Boston where, where your two stars got to show up. If don't, you got no chance. Mm. Yeah. Good point. Good point. You know, similar coaching styles as far as tacticians and Spolstra and Stevens. Very well respected. Um, man, I don't think the series is over. Something maybe that could be my heart. One, I'm not a Heat fan by by no means. It's just I respect them, and I seen them last year down to a couple of teams and, and work their way back. Yeah. Now it was the bubble, so we got to factor that in. Now we got fans; they're actually on the road in these games, and so. I'm going to give Miami game three. I don't think they're going to win the series by no means. I think Milwaukee wins the series. and um, But it would not shock me if Milwaukee did go up three. Hey, real, real quick before we get off this uh, this series, um, we got to put Holiday and uh, P.J. Tucker. Their influence on that team might be bigger than Back. we think. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Man, that's agree. why they went out and got them. Two dogs. Two dogs that, that are very strong defenders. Um, good three-point shooters. Holiday can do a little bit of everything. <laughs> And so that, that was an excellent addition. Like yeah, well, obviously yeah. holiday, yeah. And they yeah. went out and got Forbes too. Forbes wasn't there last year and he he helped them greatly in that game. Yeah. Um, I, I got a question for you, Will, in the in the team. Yeah. Now I it just I just happened to well, ask the question. Do you see the same fire in Miami this year in the playoffs if you did like like last year they knew they were underdogs people counted them yeah, out you know, they yeah. were saying man, 4-0 sweep it ain't gonna be contested and Miami was dogs and then this right. year they, I think they kind of came in like it's expected for us to get past them and they're realizing that they yeah they they, they probably I'm, thought that they could just push push them mentally and they would break or fold now, but that hasn't you happened know, in 10 words some people really thought the bumble was a little bigger than what it was like we really have ballers in the bubble. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that raises the question. Did did the bubble help players like a Tyler Hero play the way he did? Yeah, I, I think the bubble actually gave them young kids college field. Yeah. Less pressure for sure. You don't have the fans booing you, you don't have the crowd going crazy. And um, I think the the shooters was a lot better because it was more closed in. And I'm I, yeah, speaking of that, that's a good point. That's another thing that doesn't get talked about in a lot of places. Like, we all been playing street ball, right? And when you yeah. go to certain parks, the 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 um, the background is like a shooter's background. It's not as open, yeah. as intimate looking. The trees may be helping that. And then you go somewhere where it's wide open and it's tougher to shoot because now you got to use your um, your actual shooting ability rather than leaning on you know peripheral of yeah, of yeah. a good shooting or a double rim and a single rim as opposed to that. And so the bubble was obviously intimate, small arena. Now you got these big arenas. Obviously, they playing them all throughout the year, but it's still different. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that could affect some people shooting um, if you allow it to. Yeah. Good point, man. And so, yeah, just just some things that aren't talked about on a day to day basis on, on these shows that um, I like to dig into context, man. I'm big into context. I'm not just putting things out there without context. Like for me, context is everything because I can't yeah. just look at the box score and tell you the, what happened in the game. I need to put everything in in, in its proper perspective. 
All right. So we good on this this particular series for now? You want to move yeah, on to uh, the Portland and Denver series? Uh, yeah. Let me let me say one thing about. Um, Go ahead, Bay. Jimmy and uh and Bams. And they, Giannis and uh, Drew did a great job on Jimmy Butler. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? I wanted to mention that. I think um, Giannis's length is giving Jimmy some problems. Nah, but but to go back to what he's saying, when you great, you great. No defense gonna stop your greatness. Yeah, Not but yet. but this is how I look at Jimmy. Jimmy's a great. He's a winner. He's a he's a dog. He's an all around player. But he's not. Even though he he was getting his off on AD last year in the bubble, I give him that. And AD's long too. But there's something to be said for length. And Jimmy doesn't have the most length and the athleticism. No, but yeah, but he had, but he showed in the last seconds of game one he could blow by Giannis. He can, but, you know, it's also a team defensive thing. Like, you can get by the first guy, but if they helping out, and on top of that, but, you got Giannis length waiting behind you, and you know that, but it's a, it, but it it's makes okay. you second guess. It's okay. But if you, Jimmy, that's what you want, though. The type of guys you got surrounding you, you want to get that first step, and you want the help to come. Oh, yeah, yeah, because Jimmy, Jimmy actually would rather, I think, sometimes get into the lane and probe and kick out. Because that's what he did a lot last year, and yeah. even in the first two games this year, he's been doing that. That's part of his game. And so I and just think that anytime you got Giannis on you, you're going to have some trouble. His length is going to bother you, yeah. whether you beat him or not, because it's just length. You can't teach length. It is what it is. And, and Drew, Drew can move his feet. So it, it's, and that that's a lot harder to deal with Butler. He can't blow by Drew all of that. Yeah, yeah. He's got a tough assignment, man. He's got length, and then he's got the strength and lateral quickness of a Jaru Holiday. Yeah, move you know, line, uh, side to side. You know, Drew been first team, second team, all NBA defense, man. Like the last yeah, four very five. underrated. He's been, yeah. uh, he's been. I think last year he was fourth, or in the year before that he was third when it came to defensive player of the year. So Drew ain't no slouch, man. Drew slapped the floor and get it in. Yeah, and also he's versatile on that end. He can guard bigger yeah. guys as well, and so it's not yeah. like he could just handle the Jimmy Butlers of the world. I done seen him guard LeBron, yeah, um, and, and bigger guys like that. So yeah. real um, quick, real quick, before we go to the Portland series. Yeah, hey, go Blue, ahead. Are you a Duke fan? Blue, are you a Duke fan? <laughs> Am I a Duke fan? Yeah, because I heard you say to slap the floor. <laughs> nah, man. Uh, I, I, I'm an old school guy, man. I played college ball back in 92 at TCU. And so we are, we hung our hat on defense. Uh, so right. every time we were on the floor, you know what I'm saying, we had to turn around, slap the floor, get in defense to stand, get your hands. So it just became something that's, you know what I'm saying, ingrained in my head, man. Defense win championships, defense win games. And if you want to dial in, man, you slap the floor, let the person know you're ready for whatever they got. I Absolutely. Hey, you, you ain't lying about defense with championships. Now, <laughs> I'm going to get to that a little later because I, I got something about the Nets and, and the way they can score the ball. But um, let's talk about Portland and Denver. Um, what did you guys take from that game? Manny, I'm going to let you I'm going to let you have it first. Um, Lillard needs more help. <laughs> Lillard needs more help. Is that what you he, took from it? Yeah, he, he was terrific in the first half. Oh, you know what? Uh, yeah, and I wrote that down in my notes. He he wasn't playing. He tried to take him out 2-0. He, yeah. he wasn't trying to go back to Portland 1-1. He definitely brought everything he had to give in that first half to keep him in it. Yeah, yeah um, like, like Covington, 37 minutes, three points. Got to do better. Nurkic, seven points. Got to do better. And in today's game, 
the McCauley 21 is under the bus. You need that from your second. You, you need 20 plus from your second guy. Even a third and fourth yeah. guy, you need almost 15 apiece to win a game. Yeah, I mean, now I, th- I think the NBA average is like 112. It's one of the highest scoring averages of all time. And so clearly offense um, is at the forefront of how the referees call things and the rule changes yeah. and all of that. Um, yeah. But defense still wins championships. I still I still think whoever wins the championship this year is going to have to play defense. Um, B, you want to talk about Portland and Denver? Or then we'll uh, hand it over to Blue after that. Yeah, talking about Dame, he, he was on fire. Well, he 30, ended the game 32 with, points uh, in the first half, correct? I think Yeah, 32? he ended the game with 42. Yeah, man. Incredible. So, Incre- hey, listen. And, and with that, he, he, he did his job. So Okay, I see Blue done either got disconnected or, or something happened there. Okay, my Are man, you Blue, back? you back? Yeah, I'm back. All right, back. good back. to go. Okay. All right, so, all right, B, you want to finish what you were talking about? Yeah, uh, with, with um, the Portland as a team, especially CJ, Nurkic, and Melo, they, they all was in foul trouble. So when, when you got those type of players in foul trouble, you can't, you can't play them like that. You got to sit them out. Yeah. So I think that's... that's how Denver got on a roll with them. Blue, you, you want to share? You want to share your insight, Blue, on what you saw in the Denver and Portland game? Yeah, I, I think so. Portland doesn't have a strong defense, and I think what they're trying to do. I, you is know actually what? I was played at. Absolutely, I, I was just yeah. about to focus on that. No matter how yeah. much they score, they're just weak on defense. They are, and I think they're have to they're gonna have to pick their poison. Like who is gonna beat us? And they have to allow that person. Like it has to be well, as Shaq called them the others. It, it, you know what I'm saying? Maybe it's Aaron Gordon, but it can't be Porter Jr. and it can't be Nurkic. It has right. to be somebody. I mean, the oh, Jokic. 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 Yeah, right. Jokic. right. It has to be, you know what I'm saying, someone else that beats you. Uh, if you look at the box score, I think they had like five players in double digits, almost six players, seven yeah. players in double digits. The ball can't be spread like that, especially if defense is not your, your strength. So you have to pick who is going to beat you. You're going to have to give something in order to, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> hopefully that you outscore them. So and Dame does need help, you know. Uh, CJ really didn't kick into a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like middle third quarter, then he died away. Uh, right. Jerkish, them. I mean, not Jerk. Uh, what's his name? Nurkic did absolutely Nurkic. nothing to get used by the Joker, man. The Joker used and abused him. Yeah, so I want to talk about the Joker real quick. He's my MVP favorite. I think he he she deserved it. He's gonna win it probably. Um, 15 for 20 from the field in a playoff game. How incredible is that? No, that's, that's he killed him, man. And he, and he doesn't Robert. just shoot. He doesn't just dunk or hit layups. He, he, he does, shoots the he ball. Everything. And so and to go 15 for 20 from the field is incredible. 38 points, incredible. And right go back ahead, to what we saw about, uh, about Portland, like Lou said, Denver had six players in double digits. That's how you got to win in today's NBA. Yeah. yeah. And your stars got to be stars consistently. You can't yeah. afford for yeah. your stars to give you a one game. Like, I love Tatum. You can't give them 12 points, Tatum, in a game two. Yeah, nah. you, yeah. you can't come up short like that. You can't. We'll get to that, though. Um, any Anything else anybody want to share uh, as far as this game goes? Uh, then we'll jump to um, right. yesterday's game. If you don't mind, I would like uh, everybody to name their, their key player in that game. And, so who, and which game? Think, uh, the Denver Denver game. The key? Well, my I mean, mind, mine was Monte Morris. Oh, as far as yeah, he played well. Um, 
I'm going to say Michael Porter Jr. just for the fact that Jamal Murray's out and he's got to show yeah. up every night. Yeah. And so I think he has delivered um, ever since he's been given the opportunity. And I think he's a future star in the league. I'm going to go with Millsap, 15 minutes, 15 points. Oh, yeah. Excellent yeah. production. Excellent production from Millsap. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I agree. I think it's uh, Porter Jr. If y'all watch the game, uh, he had a couple plays where he started getting hyped and he started talking to Portland. And then once he started Man. talking, Moore started talking. Once Moore started talking, Millsap started talking. And then they had momentum. They had fire. And Portland just didn't match it, man. So I, I think, you know what I say, it started with Porter Jr. And it, it, it just, it ran from there. Yeah, I, I love his game, man. He's very efficient yeah. for, for being yeah. a, a perimeter. Like, he can go to the foul line more. I think that's the next step for him is to use his bounce and, and get to the line. Um, but I think he's he, he could possibly... He might be in the running for a future scoring title list. That's how good of a scorer he is. Agreed. No, yeah. Uh, I've seen a couple of times people compare him to Kevin Durant. Yeah, I won't go that far. Him. There's only one KD as far as being. I, I've no, seen that. In, that's a lazy in, comparison. Uh, as in um, the height, the handles. Yeah. 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 I just think that. I think the narrative, they make a lot of lazy comparisons, though. Yeah. Um, but I, I could see where they coming from. I would just want a different route than that. There's only one KD as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's go to Boston and Brooklyn. Okay. Oh, no, no. Before we go there, who who wins game three? Portland or Denver? I'm sorry. I, have, I think Denver. I think they got momentum going into nah, game three. Really? Go I Portland. think Portland got it, man. I think Portland going to pull this through. Um, I think that uh, Denver has holes in their defense as well, and I don't yeah. think McCollum and you know what I'm saying, uh, doggone Melo and all them boys gonna be in this, as inefficient as they have been. So I think they pull it through. Right. I had I had Portland before the series started in seven, so I'm gonna stick with that. I think they gotta win Game Three in order to sustain their momentum, especially the first yeah. game at home. You don't want to get that home court back. Um, I right. think Dane smells blood. Um, and being with Jamal Murray out, I think they believe they're the better team with Murray out. And so I think yep. they're going to play like it, and they're going to win and go up 2-1. All right, let's go to the Boston and um, Brooklyn series. Now, we got a couple Boston fans here. Who's your team, Blue? Uh, I'm a Georgia boy, man. Don't hold that against me. The Hawks? Okay, hey, listen. Yeah. Hey, I ain't mad at it. Hey, listen, you must be happy then. They, they I pull am. out I their got, first I game. This year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, all right, let, let, let's talk to the Boston fans first. Um, I'm, I'm gonna hand it to B first. What did you see from yesterday's game that that um, you can take from it and and go back to Boston with a little bit of confidence? Is it anything that you took from that game that leaves you a little bit of confident? Uh, I'm let you take that. I, I was I was seeing after Tatum went down. Um, I was seeing smart. He was he was being like as Kim. Smart was doing what Kimba should have been doing. It is trying to take over. Smart he was handling the ball, doing moves, shooting a lot more than I think more. Well, than we, Kimba we did. talked about it in previous podcasts. Smart is one of those players that ain't a superstar, but he'll come out shooting like one in terms Not of yet. he's very aggressive. And um, 
And he did that yesterday. Six for 13, 19 points, led them in scoring. But I didn't think Kemba had a terrible game. 17 points, no, three rebounds, no, yeah, seven he assists. He had a terrible game, but I feel he should have um, did a little more. Well, I mean, if you're going to call him out, and then, listen, listen, listen. I'm, 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 hey, you being a homer here, I think. Because if you're going to call nah. him out, then you got to get to your main guy. He, he That's the one you need to be calling out there. But okay, 21 minutes, nine points, three for 12. Minus 28 in 21 minutes. That's not good. And and KD was doing his thing on the other end. And so yeah. I, I'm I, I'm just big on calling out stars. If I'm a Laker fan, right? And yeah. the first game, I didn't blame Schroeder, all the bench players and stuff. AD and LeBron didn't bring it like they should have. And that's who I'm calling out first and foremost. It's a pecking order. And if, I, if it's my team, I'm calling out those guys first and foremost because the other guys feed off their energy. Yeah. And um, Manny, what about you? What, what did you? what could you take from this game that you saw and go back to Boston like, man, if we do this better, we, we can beat them? Nothing. Anything? <laughs> Nothing. <at laughs> I'm going to be nah, real. I saw the thing, same thing. I, like, I don't see anything you can do against them. Only thing I like was Fortnite when he started going that way with KD. Right, right, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 that was nice. Competitive nah, nature and, and, basketball. And another thing, Tatum got to put on the big boy pants. Yeah, I know over the summer he gained some weight. He, KD really punked him. KD really punked him. KD, hey, KD came really, in the playoffs. He's trying to be big dog. He, he, he is nah, really but, trying to show the world he is the best player in the NBA. I really believe it's that. Really, but it's really, they play really handsy with Tatum. And Tatum really got to gotta show that he's been in the gym lately. Like it's the playoffs. They're going to allow a little more contact. Yeah, you want Kyrie's on him. He's a lot of hand checking, a lot of, a lot of pushing him out. He just got yeah. to go through more. Stop trying to go around and go through more. My so belief on that, why they're doing that, because they know Tatum is their guy. Without Jalen Brown, yeah, they have Fournier and Campbell who can score the ball and smart every now and again. But Tatum is clearly their, their top player. And they're going to try to be yeah. physical with him and, and frustrate him in any way they can. Because he's the only but chance they go. got. To go back on that too, it's on Brad Stevens too. The way the Nets playing defense, you can't just sit there and isolate them. You got to get the ball on the move. Yeah, yeah, mix it up. What about you, Blue? Um, anything you saw that you can take on a positive note? I think Boston need to go back to the '80s, '90s, because <laughs> they, they're not. Boston is a finesse team, but you're not gonna out finesse. No, yeah, absolutely. No team in this league is gonna outskill no. this Nets team. They're gonna outskill you, you, you all. You gotta day. get hands on. You gotta get physical. You gotta get bumpy. You I mentioned that. Yep. You're gonna win, but Brooklyn was scoring with. It's a know, must. Only twelve to fourteen seconds left on the shot clock. Too easy. Too easy. Yeah, I'm like, come on, man. The only time it went down that low is when you know what I'm saying Blake had the ball. But other and getting any shot they wanted, and Joe Harris, who had the best three point percentage, was wide open in a lot of his yeah. makes. So I think it just got to go back for. to being scrappy, man, and just just being in them and being physical and talking. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to work, but you got to try something because at this point, I mean, they're a juggernaut, man. Yeah, you're out talented. I mean, they got yeah. too many guys that can go one on one and get their shot and get shots for others, as well as they surrounded them. Joe Harris is a perfect complementary piece to those three. Because he, he can flat out shoot the ball, man. Yep. Um, yeah, the go, the go, I, the go back too. The go back yeah. to the way Boston defense. It, it, it was so like disrespectful for NBA players. The way they run at 
the way NBA players run and double team a ball and just leave someone standing there shooting the ball, it's like it's like it's when you're watching that on TV. It's like yeah. so because you don't do that to someone at the park unless they really, really, really can't shoot. And to, for NBA player, for them to do that, that's so disrespectful. Yeah, yeah, you know that you got to give up something in this game. That's what it goes to show you. And and these guys are so their range is so good, and they can do. But such... right, you know what, Joe? Go ahead. To go to go back to way uh, what Blue was saying to go back. Boston almost got to go back to the way Doc Rivers played LeBron. Let LeBron score forty, but the rest of y'all not getting nothing. Yeah, ain't getting okay, nothing. Okay, but but who do you do that to with the Nets? Because if you let KD scores forty, Kyrie can still get his because he's he's a great uh, isolation player. But Same that's, thing with no, Harden. But that's what you do. That's what you do with teams. Let teams isolate all they want. You want to play one on one for forty eight minutes? Play one on one for forty eight minutes. Yeah, it, it it sounds easier because they have three of those players. It's harder to do. If you just got one player that likes to isolate, like a a Kobe back in the day. Or mellow nah. or somebody like that. It's easier to do. Nets, you got three guys that can bring yeah, it like that. Yeah. But Ray, if you if you go back to game, Ray, if you go back to game one, KD had what thirty something. Kyrie had twenty five. Harden had nine. They all had good games. But what you did yeah. not do is let a Joe Harris score twenty. If you look at the next the Nets uh, role players, I don't think no one had over ten points in the first game. No, yeah, nobody. It's only it's pretty much just. A I just think show. I just think it's pretty a little much. tougher than you, than you make it seem. Like they could just let everybody isolate. I think it's a no, little no, tougher but, than but, that. But that's what you do though. Team. You switch. Right. If if you think about it, if you give up thirty to KD, twenty five to Kyrie, twenty five to R, you're gonna still need hundred and ten points to win a game. Okay. What do you do? Let me ask you a question. Because they got three guys that can that that's a walking bucket. What do you do if one of them hits four or five shots in a row? Do you not double at that yeah. point? Nah, nah, you tip your hat and say, keep doing it. Mm. Interesting. I want I want everybody I, I, I just feel like still. I want I want I want everybody to watch the same way I'm watching. But but I think that the nets are different because okay, if KD's doing that and, and the nets still want ball movement, they can still pass it to Kai. They can still move the ball around because they got playmakers. They, yeah, it's not like they got like, one dimensional players. No, but but when and so comes, I think it is different for them. I think it's but when it's all said and done for them, they all still isolate. No matter how much you throw the ball around, they still isolate. Yeah, but but we know Steve Nash is a big fan of of moving the ball and finding energy in that. That's the way they played in Phoenix, and D'Antonio played in Phoenix. And I think um, Harden's doing a better job of not holding the ball as long as he did in Houston, because he knows he has more talent. And so I now, I just think what? that um they're tough to guard. I don't care how you want to guard them, they're gonna I think, find I think, a way. I think that's- I think that's a KD influence from him playing with Golden State and playing against Harden. He told Harden that you can't isolate yourself because you can lose games like that. Well, also, Harden is just playing with a lot more talent than he played with in his career, besides his OKC days when he played with Westbrook and, and those boys. Um, I just think he's playing with... Um, last year, he played with Westbrook, but we know Westbrook can be left open from the outside. He's an af- athletic freak and can do incredible things as far as triple doubles but we know he's a liability on the outside which Kyrie and Harden ain't what makes it you know a lot tougher to guard I just think the Nets if you tried to guard them that way they're still going to put up their points and they're still going to give you trouble and it's a new strategy you can try it I just don't think it's going to work um Blue you want to you want to speak on this series any other thoughts on this series and uh, um Nah, just on the, on the, on the last statement. I again, it, it's hard to stop them because most of their stuff comes in transition. They either run fast breaks or they run slow breaks. Again, they're shooting yeah. with twelve to fourteen seconds left on the clock. Yeah, and that's, 
any team to guard. Uh, so I, I would definitely be. I understand the, the the thought process of picking your poison. I just don't know if Boston has the makeup of defenders or players to actually allow that to happen. Um, you got Marcus. You know what I'm saying? You got Fournier, and then outside of that, you start looking at maybe C-list defenders. Well, well, especially without Jalen Brown. If they had Jalen yeah. Brown, then you have another two-way player they can throw in the group. Um, it, Brooklyn impressed me. That's that's all I'm gonna say about that. Um, the way they came out and just they just looked like they took it to another level compared to the first game. Um, yeah. Like they had another gear, and I, I figured they did. I knew they did, and I would not be surprised if this ends in a sweep. Now, I would not be surprised. Any yeah. thoughts on Game Three? Who do you, who do you guys have winning Game Three of this series? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let let the Boston fans go. Ahead. Don't let your loyalty get you in uh, trouble. Nah, nah. I, it is hard because if Tatum, or well, Tatum plays play or doesn't play, it is gonna be hard regardless of that situation. Because I don't know if he's gonna play because of that. Let, let's that assume he, he plays. Everything's equal. He's playing healthy. Back to Boston. I think Tatum uh, turns the switch on. I think he you're going to see a different Tatum uh, game three than the last two games. Okay. Um, so do you have him winning? Yeah, I have them winning game three. Okay. Um, what about you, Manny? Yeah, I got, I got Boston. I think the Nets for the they didn't want it to. They got they got to let up a little bit in Boston. I think Boston get a little bit more of the benefit of the doubt when driving and everything. I think yeah. it's gonna help Boston out once the line. Okay, and what about you, Blue? Brooklyn by fifteen. Brooklyn by fifteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think what you're gonna see is I think Tatum will have a good game. He will come back with a vengeance and play well. Probably have thirty something, but it's just not gonna be enough for the firepower Brooklyn has. And Brooklyn will probably pull away the later the game goes yeah probably a 10 plus win for Brooklyn to go up 3-0 and um, I'm gonna call it here Jason Tatum 40 piece 40 piece okay <laughs> hey I would not Ray, be surprised Ray, the, the last time I called Jason Tatum scoring you, you, you did you kind of right. you kind of said it with some you know 50 piece you, you said he was gonna score 50 piece in the um, playing game yeah, but, as well. but, but we've seen the, we've seen in the playoffs 40 pieces can win you games not yet. Not, not what you, that's the thing when you're playing Brooklyn. You know, if you just got one star scoring 40, okay, they're okay with that. Because they're going to have three guys getting 90 points between them. And so I just think that Brooklyn, you got to play defense and you got to make it an ugly series against them. If you're trying to pretty it up, you're going to lose. Yep. Agreed. Right, let's get to this Laker game. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Talk amongst yourself. I hear my daughter crying. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and tend to that. Talk about uh, kind of fill ins, you know, in different spots. You take it, B. All right. Uh, what, what do y'all think uh, Kimba will have to do to turn the series around? Woo. Play like he in UConn. <laughs> hey, you gotta have a flashback. You gotta have a flashback to Charlotte days. Yeah, he just gotta be. He gotta be. He gotta be explosive. He gotta get to the line. He gotta put them guards in foul trouble. Uh, like Joe Harris is guarding. Joe Harris is not a three and D guy. He's strictly a you know what I'm saying three point shooter. Maybe a, 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 a C guy on defense. 
So he, he's got to attack him. He can't rely on trying to match him three for three. He got to get that body contact and put to the strengths and weaknesses of the ref as possible, man. That's yeah. what I think has to do, you know what I'm saying? That's always been his game. He's becoming more of a, a just a three-point shooter now in, in Boston. Maybe that's because of injury, I'm not sure. But I think he just got to start getting into players like he did and get to the free throw line like he did. Yeah. You know what All right, I'm back, guys. Yeah, like what you guys that. talking about? Uh, talking about Kemba. Yeah, what does he have what? to do to turn the series around? Hmm. I think he just got to play more. So we, I got I got Brooklyn sweeping at this point. I got Brooklyn sweeping at this point. Y'all still got Boston winning, Celtic fans? Nah, we just we just want to see a fight. You got you got to show a fight. <laughs> at this point, you just nah, like, like, you had them winning at the beginning. Now it's just yet. you just want to see a fight. Nah, because like 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 Perk said, it like like that that second quarter. Now nah, end of the first quarter was just like unacceptable. Like you, you, you are NBA players. The way yeah. the way Joe Harris was shooting the ball, and it's like yeah, they made just one didn't okay. show no pride on the defensive yeah, they, end. Like you can't allow like, Joe Harris to step in the jumpers wide open. Like that's yeah, just yeah. Joe Harris can't be their second highest scorer. And, and, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna say something about like the NBA, the NBA. Um, like like chucking them when they on a uh, TNT thing, and they they say like even um. Last night when um, this guy shot the one-legged jump shot on the Clippers, Luca, you know I mean, like he, was, yeah, Luca was toying with him yesterday, and it's hard in today's game to really lay wood on somebody without getting tossed out the game or flagrant three. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's a topic for another day. Like we can get into all all the the rules and everything like that. Um, people pick up flagrant fouls for accidentally hitting someone. Nah, in the face. but back, like, I'm back, not back to that Celtic that, game, but, the way they was. Back to the Celtics game, the way they was getting their butt kick. When you get your butt kick like that, it's always you want to send a message for the next game. And today's game is hard to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you gonna have to take out that checkbook, and get a fine. You know, complain <laughs> to it to the media. That's it, right? That's that's yeah. what you got to do. That's that's kind of like the new wave to do. Um, coaches <laughs> always do it to protect their team. Just play defense. That's it. That's listen. It don't get no simpler than that. Boston yes, has to play defense. Listen, how they played in the first half against the Nets when they were up a couple by a couple points, that's exactly their model moving forward. That's what they have yep. to do. Play yeah, the same way. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not telling Boston, yeah, you gotta lock these guys down, but contest everything. Don't don't let nobody have a wide open jump shot. Yeah, and they're capable of still delivering. That's how good they are. But at least you, know, you can live with yourself. Yeah. In today's NBA too about your team. Like if Boston wants to play physical, they want they can't because they don't have that that star respect on their team. Like if you if we fast forward this and we see Lakers and Nets in the finals, you're gonna see a whole different kind of physicality on KD that they allow because LeBron's on the other team. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, there, there's something to that star, star-studded teams get the benefit of doubt, and I also I think it's your reputation from how you play all year. Lakers no, but I'm a, are always. No, nah, but I'm a kind of guy that if if, if you stick in, if you're the 13 guy on the roster, and you stick in a star the same way a second guy on the roster is, it's the same defense. Call it how it is. Don't a name. Yeah, it. but 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 let, let's be fair with that. It's never been called fair like that. I, even back going back to the 80s from my time watching the stars always get the calls 
and with the benefit of the doubt on the line, Jordan always got know, the whistle. But then, respect stuff. But then you. It, it leaves the other team at a deficit because they got to overcome that a little bit. I, I get you. I get your point. Um, but let let let's call it like we see it in in terms of that. Like Boston wasn't good, so they didn't even give themselves a chance to even be uh, for the refs to call it on them. They just weren't physical at all. Yeah, and so cool. at least try it. Let's see what happens. I think if listen, the refs the refs are like this. Set your tone early. If the refs are calling it, then obviously you got to adjust. But well, well, be aggressive in, in early. In that Boston, in that Boston game, as soon as the game two started, the refs called some touchy fouls in the first two minutes. Yeah, I mean they did in that Laker game as well. Like, let, let's get to the Laker game. Let's yeah, get to the Laker game because I know Manny been, been Manny been wanting to, to um, feast on my boys all day. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's okay, it's okay because I'm gonna have something to come back with. But um, what what were you guys' thoughts on that game? I'm gonna start with Blue first, since he's unbiased. Go ahead. Uh, Blue. <laughs> uh, I, I think losing your potential league MVP determined the outcome of this game. Because if you really and truly watched mm. the game, like third yeah. quarter, four, LA didn't have the lead. I mean, LA didn't have a grasp on this game. It still could have swung, yeah. but they didn't have the playoff or they didn't have the mental capacity to slow the game down to get into an offensive set. CP3 um, not being healthy definitely affected this game. As a Laker fan, I'll admit that. Absolutely. I think that was just the biggest outcome. If you watch people say LeBron did this and AD did this and and Schroeder did this and you barely won. Yeah. Well, they were up 15 in the third. Um, Cameron, Cameron, to, to play yep. devil's advocate here, Cameron yep. Payne did step up in his place and play some big ball. Had 19. No, yeah, he, he did. He didn't facilitate. Like the last. The last right. Game. No, exactly. That, that's what was missing. They didn't run a good offensive set. They came down and AD got a block and they came down and had a missed wild shot. And, you know, so, and every time they had a failed offensive attempt, the Lakers scored. Nobody came mm-hmm. down. And, um, if, you, if you just watched it like the last two minutes of the game. You know what I'm saying? AD got a block. They missed this. Devin Booker missed the, you know what I'm saying, a shot. They came down and scored. Right. Uh, then they had a turnover. LeBron came down, hit a turnaround three. I mean, hit a turnaround jump shot. So every yeah. time they, you know what I'm saying, there was nobody to slow them down to get them into an offensive set so they can actually maintain or compete. So it, I it, thought it, it, LeBron hit three particular shots that changed the momentum, that I saw momentum going Phoenix's way. And that there was a three-pointer that um, I believe he was going towards the corner, and AD set a pick, kind of fading away in the corner. He hit that three. Uh, then there was the fadeaway at the top of the key over Cam Johnson. Uh, then, the, obviously, the three in the last minute of the game. Those three yeah. shots were crucial, I thought, for momentum's sake. They were. Um, so, credit to LeBron for hitting those three shots. Yeah, because they're not – people say they're easy or he may be front-running or whatever it's called. You still got to hit the shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, but that's just my take. I think with CP there, uh, it's, it's a different game. Even at CP at 75, 80%, it's a different game because you have your floor general. He has the mentality and the experience to get you where you need to be so you can be most effective. I, I could see that. Listen, I was watching the game, and I'm like, CP3 would have made a little difference here, a little bit difference here because I, I, I respect his you know, floor generalship and, and the way he can get guys involved, especially big men, you know, yeah. in a lot of easy shots. Um, Manny, what were your thoughts during the game? Yeah, same thing with go back off of Blue said. I think 
Chris Paul is the difference. I think Chris Paul is there. They win. I think he's the difference of the, of the mm. every, everything right now. I don't I know if they win. I, I think I'm a lot more nervous as a Laker fan if he's healthy on the court. I, I, I will say that. I don't know if they win because I think that while I think he adds playmaking, I think Payne gave him more scoring than he probably would have had. Um, yeah. Payne, like, Payne was big. Payne brought him back from that 15-point deficit. He was big. Yeah, but when you look at it, like like Lou was saying, he's creating this, giving the other guys easier shots, putting them in the right place. Yeah, but I also think, to, to, to play devil's advocate on that, Lakers were better defensively than they were the first game. They, they were a lot sharper on their rotations. I think Drummond and AD played with a purpose as big men but, yesterday. But back to... But back to what Blue, do the Lakers look sharper because PG three wasn't there? I mean, he did play. Let's let's not act like he wasn't there. He played twenty three minutes. He just yeah. wasn't himself. Wasn't there? But the wasn't he was himself. There. But he was there in the first game too. The last the last four quarter. But and, and they won. Listen, listen. Yeah. So so how do we call that? If, if Booker was still dominating, playmaking, it looked easy in the first game, even without CP three. What was the difference then? Clearly, the Lakers were better on defense, right? Because Booker didn't look quite the same. No, uh, the Lakers, Lakers have better games in game two without PG being there, too. Now, say that again. Lakers had a better, their star players played a better game in game two, and they barely pulled it out. I mean, I mean, you could say that. There's, there's always a comeback. What I'm saying is, most of these games, I don't think Lakers were getting blown out with a healthy CP3. So basically, it's going to come down to the final few minutes. And Lakers showed yesterday, because let's face it, Phoenix was up one with like five minutes left. Lakers could have folded. Phoenix could have took advantage. Booker could have got hot and put us away. That's that's, That goes back to what Blue was saying, though. Last five minutes, that's where CP3 takes over games. That's where he he makes everything happen. Yeah, but but we've seen CP3 fall short in the playoffs as well. Let's not act like CP3 hasn't had his moments of coming up short. Injury. You gotta add that last part in there. Like when it when he was in injury, but but with the Clippers, they were they were up three one against the uh, against Houston, and and lost three in a row. And so that that's a big knock on him. Um, now I respect CP three. I just don't and, think that Ray, it's a guarantee that Phoenix wins if he's healthy. And Ray, you no, go I, back to Lakers only uh, Lakers only average three more assists than him in that game. That's big without a natural point guard. But that's ever, but listen, what are we saying here? Because all right, when we talk about assist, it, it's just a matter of hitting shots at that point. No, it's and so just, yeah, not, no, it's a lot to go into it though. Go ahead, yeah, go but ahead. if guys are not hitting shots, they can be good passes, but you're not getting the assist. You have so I'm so, like guard and, go ahead. and I'm repped. I play shooting guard. And there's and I have a point guard that I, I like to play with when I play semi pro. I love playing with him. Because he right. gave me the ball, you know what I'm saying, my hot spots, and at the right time. He didn't no, wait absolutely. for the defense to collapse, or the defense rotated, or the guy was too, or was a second too late, or the ball was low, so I know I'm saying, now I got a chance. Hey, not, I, none of that mess. It's how he gave me, gave me, made me effective. So when you say assist, there's a lot that goes into, you know what I'm saying, that word assist. It's how did that assist come? You can give me oh, a bad absolutely. Absolutely. He'll get the assist. Or you can give me a great pass, you know what I'm saying? I hit a big shot. Right. The great point guard, CP3 is a, yeah. a great point guard in times. He's great timing on when to know, when to throw the pass and when to get somebody the ball because they're hot. 
yeah, I understand what you're saying yeah. as far as that goes. Yeah. That, and it, I'm not and discounting them. Like we I said, gotta, we may have lost with CP3, but I'm just not going to say that Ray, we would have lost if CP3 was healthy. <laughs> it would have been, I, Ray, I think now, it would have been a close gotta, game. Ray, now, Ray, we, I think we got uh, the confidence he get Booker too when he's on the floor. And Aiton. You know what I mean? I mean, impact. That, it, I mean, I'm not taking game. away from CP3 when I say this, but Brooker looked plenty confident in game one against us. That's the best I've seen Brooker look in a while against us. Yeah, but we he was getting anything he wanted without CP3. We, we, I know, but when you look at Sports Center and all this Aiden, other stuff, they highlight Aiden, the Lakers. Look like, at Aiden. Aiden still went up. Aiden's game hasn't been affected in terms of if you look at numbers. 11 for 13 from the floor yesterday. 22 points. Yes, but how, how, did he look. Get him? how did he get him? Was Drummond in foul trouble? Did AD, was AD you know in foul trouble? No, neither one was in foul trouble, really. Um, Drummond had four, but that's his usual. AD had three. Yeah. And I, again, I, I think Aiden was just, they were still getting in the paint. No, let, let me let me stop y'all there because I remember Cameron Payne hitting him for a nice couple looks for dunks. Yes. So when, when I, if I'm driving to the hole as a defender, you have a decision to make. If... And when you are big and someone's tossing the alley, it changes how you play defense. Like, if I'm throwing you a chest pass, you can just throw your hands out. You can kick your feet outside this. But if someone's driving to the hole and they're making decisions of tossing alley oops or kicking the ball out, whatever the case may be, your defensive stance is on. And it's no, a lot I, of things. He absolutely, he keeps you off balance. Yeah, it's a lot of things that he did in game one that nobody paid attention to. If you missed a shot, you're jumping for the alley. You it takes you out of rebound contention. That's why drama would have so much trouble. He was always out of rebound because he was jumping trying to block the alley. You for jumping trying to get a pass. When you have a yeah. guard keeping direct chest pass as a big, you can stay feet and stay big, stay wide, put your hands up. But when someone's tossing the alley, you you have to contest, you have to attempt to, which takes you out of rebound position. So in that particular aspect of the game, you know what I'm saying, it really truly hurt them because now the bigs are done. They don't have to leave their feet. Was eight and still they, scoring? They, yeah, but he wasn't scoring the way that he was in game one, which changed like, a lot of I have no doubt that they, they would get different, more quality looks maybe in some instances. But I'm going to go ahead and say Cameron Payne, for the time he filled in, I don't think Chris Paul would have been that much better than the way Cameron Payne played. Maybe different. He would have played different. Yeah, but, but not, not, I don't, I, Cameron I, I Payne definitely served his purpose and stepped up. He did. He yeah, did, Ray, he did. we we not we not taking that from him, but it just different players bring different purposes to the game. Like you can't like replace when somebody's on the court to fill that. Everybody yeah, but, else the, but that's around. not fair. That's not to say that uh, a guy from the bench can't have a, a, a starter type game and be just as effective Ray, in his own little way for like, one Ray, game. That's like, I'm not saying a whole Ray, series. But that's like Kuzma scoring 25 and saying, oh, LeBron scored nine, but Kuzma scored 25. It's totally different. I mean, in terms of what? What, what would it be in different? Terms of, in terms of at just, the end just, of the day, it's going on our, our, our total, nah, just, total just, score, just isn't it? Nah, just replacing the attention that LeBron is going to give, the focus they're going to set on him. It's different. No, I get that. I get that. But no, 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 no. But let's not act like CP3 some guy that's going to get doubled. He's great. Uh, orchestrating the pick and roll and getting into the teeth of the defense. I just, like, I saw Cameron Payne do things that CP3 probably doesn't do yesterday. He does it in a different way. And they, he, he was effective in his, his own way. And he was very effective. 19 points? You, you figure he was a plus three on the day. So it ain't like his, his minutes 
that CP3 sat down, they they lost. They won. They, he was a plus three. What is that taking into effect? Offense. That that's the question. There's a lot of there's a lot of things to weigh here, and so there's no way of knowing if CP3 would have been um, changed the game in terms of winning it. That's what I'm saying. I'm not nah, saying. But Ray, Ray, we. But Ray, Ray, we got we well we could take game one from when PG three was in there and look and look how the impact he had because they dominate the Lakers in game one when he was there. And yeah, but he was hurt. But but no no you can't have it both ways. You can't have it both ways because if, if you're gonna say they dominated the Lakers, he was hurt then, and they yeah, still dominated us. And play third and fourth quarter. No, but, but this is the yeah, difference. But he said- yeah, to me, no, he the difference the was the half, Lakers though. were better on defense. Like, I think this game had more to do about the Lakers being better than in game one. It wasn't that. No, but even, that's just to me. Even Schroeder. Schroeder probably doesn't get off the same way if CP3's on him. And that's exactly where I was going. You know what I'm saying? You're saying Payne. Payne was an offensive threat, but he was a liability on defense. Schroeder was hitting floater after floater after floater, bro. I mean, I would have to go back and look. I remember one shot he hit on CP3 in particular. I don't know all his looks. I, you know what? I don't remember him Ray, scoring a lot of pain. He was taking the transition a lot and, and getting baskets. I'm Ray, not sure if a lot about, of him was on pain himself. But, Ray, let me go back to how great you said LeBron was the last two minutes. The last two, before he hit them shots in the last two, three minutes, LeBron was under 20 points. Hey, listen. Hey, I ain't got nothing to say about that. All I know is he finished with 23 and hit three big shots. And I'm not the biggest Shooter, LeBron Shooter. fan. I'm not a LeBron homer. But to LeBron fans out there, he wasn't even the second best player on the Lakers last night. Shooter was. Um, I mean, once again, going back to the Kuzma and LeBron point, you're just looking at points if you think Schroeder was the best, pl- a second best player, because LeBron affects the game in numerous ways that you're not looking at. Oh, in the box that, score. That, oh that's the point we try to bring with CP3 and, and Payne, right? You just you no, know, no, but, but let's stay on topic here. Let's stay on topic. We we talking about you said Schroeder was the second best player. I disagree. LeBron was the second yeah, best player. Uh, but why though? Break it down. Break it down to me. Why? Because LeBron gets us into our offense. He orchestrates. What, it. He knows right, who to that's... get the ball to. And but I understand that's, that's, that's CP3's game too. But how you how do you evaluate what CP3 would have did as far as orchestrating and Cameron playing playing the game of his life off the bench? No, Ray, like, Ray, no, but we're mad. You understand Ray, if CP3 going. is healthy, Cameron Payne can't play like that. No, but we're he doesn't get as many minutes. We're, we're judging by the same impact you're about to tell me LeBron's about to get without giving them points the same way CP does. I mean, if somebody's going to come off the bench and produce like LeBron would, then then okay. If so, no, if like for instance, but, for instance, if LeBron is having a down game, or Kuzma comes off the bench and gives us twenty four unexpected points, it's going to even things out because yeah, LeBron is better getting us into an offense. But if Kuzma going to have that type of game, we'll live with it. But if we'll Schroeder, live with Schroeder, it. Schroeder, Schroeder, Schroeder outscored LeBron last night. That's fine by one point. I mean, I mean, does that I mean know, he's but, better? No, but you're going to tell me how a different impact he had on the game with less points. But that's why we try. You trying to glorify Payne scoring, but we're trying to tell you about no, 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 not just the scoring. I reference him finding eight in for a couple dunks when they they were down fifteen. Let let's not forget they were down fifteen. Lakers had good control. Lakers actually at the end of the third they let up a little bit. They had a bad last minute or two of the third and let them bring it to seven, which almost cost us in the long run. And Payne was a big part of that. I think I think you can see. Go ahead. Go ahead, Blue. No, no. I, I, I think we 
know what I'm saying? We're we're all saying the same thing. We're just looking at Yeah, yeah, players. yeah. That's what it is. If if you take an MVP player off of a team for the second half, that's gonna struggle. Take LeBron off the Lakers for the second half. Lakers are not gonna win. It, it don't matter who you put in, no matter who had the game of their life, it's the thought process yeah. of this this yeah. is what I'll say to that point. I think Lakers I agree are, with are that. Built I agree so, with Blue. Yeah, but but I'm I'm a, I'm a play devil's advocate. Once again, I don't think we can look at it like that because Lakers are are built like they still have pain who can go get a shot. Lakers don't have a lot of guys that can go get their shot without LeBron besides AD. Name a guy on the Lakers that actually go get their shot. I can't say that. Nah, but Ray, 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 go back to let, Let's be fair. Let's be fair. Who Ray, doesn't rely Ray, on LeBron outside of AD to get their no, shot? But Ray, but that's my point. That's my point. That's why it's unfair to take LeBron out. But Ray, but, but again, to, to go ahead, go ahead brother. No, no, no. I, I had the mic. Now go back to um, yeah, to go back to like um, Schroeder. Schroeder did his thing when he wasn't with the Lakers. He showed he could do it without without using anybody else. And even um, what's the what's the um shooting guard for Lakers? I just lost his name, man. Pope. Pope. Nah, Pope. Pope did his thing. Let's when he speak was in on Detroit. Pope. He, Oh, let's talk yeah, about Pope. No, he, he did his thing when he was. He made the playoffs one time. We we can't we can't do that. We can't do that because it's different no, but, playing for a uh, uh, in the spotlight. Like when you get them but, cameras put on you and you're playing with LeBron, it's a different type of feel. Right, right. You gonna get criticized more. Right, can Pope we can go, play. Right, can we? In, in in the middle of nowhere and produce with no pressure on him. A lot of guys can. A Clarkson. Who, who, who was um most improved this year? Julius Randle. Then they both played with LeBron. I mean, Clarkson played with LeBron in Cleveland. He never played with LeBron in L.A. Yeah, he but didn't, he didn't perform well in Cleveland. Like, like let's, and let's Randall not. And Randle never played that, with LeBron. Randle left the well, same year LeBron came in, so they never they never coexisted. They never no, played because together. he wanted him, but he could have played with him. He him out. He didn't want to play with him. Well, I mean, we can't say LeBron wanted him out. I just think that Randall oh, understood on, that with LeBron there. Come Listen, on, you're like a no, fan. No, 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 no. I'm, and I'm going to call it. I can't bl- I don't know the facts. All I know is I think <laughs> Randall saw the writing on the wall. Randall saw that LeBron is 6'9", plays the same position, basically, does the similar things to him, and he realized he wanted another opportunity. Let so me, he went to New Orleans. When, when AD came back, uh, when LeBron had his... Andrew, when AG came back, like, listen, this is this is all I'm saying. It, it feels oh, no, like no, 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 don't. You, I ask that you don't change the narrative because you you said you okay, go ahead. They play her off. You know what I'm saying, and, and it, it shouldn't really affect because we took CP CP three off, and you saying that this guy stepped up, so it should have made the you know what I'm the ship should have maintained. But when I'm LeBron not saying I'm not saying um, in the long run because clearly they were out of the playoffs last year with CP3. Now they're the two seed, so clearly but, tells but you I, how much he means to the team. But again, CP3 is out, and I'm saying if you right. take an MVP player off that team, you know what I'm saying right. how does the team function? LeBron sat out, AD was there, Drummond was there. They had the whole team except for their MVP player. I'm gonna say this and try to hear me because I'm I'm gonna answer that for you. I'm gonna answer that for you. And this is my theory on today's NBA. It's built around playmakers, guards. AD's not a guard, and so he needs a playmaker to get him the ball, to get him in his spots. Player in the league. 
No, he, he is. Don't. He is. That doesn't make him a guard. He's not Luca. He doesn't. What? He's not able to control the like he Luca can. Point guard all the way through. Uh, to, to he got right, yeah, right. but this is a this is the NBA now. Like he he's not a point guard. He's a big okay, that great, can great. dribble dribble and do his thing. But that he's not going to facilitate the offense. Y'all ready? Piggyback off what you just said. That's why the Clippers are not going anywhere. We're gonna get to that game. <laughs> yeah, we definitely gonna get. I, I, I love, I love the. Um, listen, hey, I'm a Laker fan, but trust real, me, I'm not being a homer here. I'm being objective to the point where I don't see so much basketball and and key guys go down. And then I've seen, man, let, let's talk about when. Um, I can name so many instances right, when right. guys go down and and role players step up, like. Right. Ray, can I get a narrative real quick? A, a little Bro, setup. Man. How LeBron keep on? How LeBron keep on talking about y'all a seven seed and how he. Wanna... I just have to. I, I feel. I feel like y'all want to see the reasoning for Phoenix losing, and I don't think that's it. I, I think that's part of no, it. No, no, no. But, but I don't I, think that's it. When you when you see LeBron talking in this, press I, I feel like y'all are looking. Uh, I feel like th- this is how I feel about where y'all getting at here. I feel like y'all are, are basically saying CP, CP3 plays, they win. I don't feel that way. I feel like they could have won. I don't, I'm don't. i not giving them the game. Are they playing different, this and that? But I got to commend Cameron Payne for coming. Listen, he gave us problems. But Ray... He gave us second, problems yesterday. Can I'm going to give that man quick, his respect. Yo, yeah, real quick, Ray, as you... you yeah, yeah hey, listen. Well, Ray, while we watch this playoffs and you watch every LeBron press conference... And um, he talks. He want to put the Lakers seven seed. He always want to mention that to you know if the Lakers win it, he want to like posterize it because he said seven seed. All right, got, we, listen, we got, listen. This is something underlining. Is this a LeBron hate we, we talk about here? Is it we talk about the Lakers no, or we talk no. about LeBron hate? Like no, no we go, we gonna talk about. I'm we, trying to it, I'm trying a, to find what's what's the real motive around nah, this. Nah, nah. But we, we it's a whole Lakers. Talk about how like uh, in the NBA doesn't mean nothing anymore. Because let's call it how it is. The whole NBA, besides the, the couple, like, maybe two teams in the East, is mm-hmm. even the West. That you got, you well, got three I, teams. I just think that Lakers aren't a normal seven seed. Lakers aren't a normal seven seed. They lost their two best players yeah, for the, over 30 games. And yeah, the Lakers I mean, are that really happens from seed, time to time. One or two seed. That's yeah, they, really I mean, they were the the two seed. They were a game behind the one seed when LeBron no, but or not, AD that's got. That's how LeBron playing it. Though. Um, and so, and so we it. we know. Now, now I've been watching LeBron's. Uh, no, come on, man. Now, now you're getting in conspiracy theories. Now you're saying LeBron basically missed thirty games so they can fall. So he's no, not I didn't a say he missed it. No, no, I, don't I didn't that. say he. No, I didn't say he misses <laughs> it. But every press conference, we don't got to hear about how you're a seven seed. We know that already. But he he want to he want to Oh, okay, okay, okay. I get your point there. All right. Fair, yeah, fair. LeBron, hey, to, listen, uh, I will get on LeBron as far as that. He can be a drama queen and prima donna and try to hype himself up and create his own narrative. I'll give you that. He can hey, make the most hey, out hey, of hey, nothing. Um, and one of these podcasts, we got to talk about how the West is so ahead. weak. One of these podcasts, we got to uh, talk about how the I, West I'll is so weak. I'll argue that. I'll argue that with you. I'll debate that with you. I ain't going to argue. I'll debate it with you. Um, <laughs> listen, B, we haven't gave B the form. What's up, B? Talk, baby. <laughs> All right, so I, I, I've been listening. Yeah, yeah, fill us in. Tell, tell us. Yeah. Uh, all, all y'all got great points. I, I feel it'll be a different game. I don't. I'm not gonna say the Suns will win. That's just my point. Different game if CP3 plays. 
absolutely. Even even though Cameron Payne played pretty, he played good in that game after CP3 went out, it it's just hard to you can't really uh, predict that somebody's gonna win if they play play or not. Yeah, and because it, it takes on about this last episode every game takes on a life of its own like if you get blown yeah. out by 30 doesn't mean you're gonna lose even lose the next game it just that's what i'm saying even though cp3 is a much better player than pain for for a half pain can come in and be a better version of cp3 you know what i'm saying that's just they're all nba players and they're all capable and pain clearly showed what he was capable of doing that's all i'm saying i'm not so sure cp3 outplays pain in his time i'm not so sure I am. Uh, I mean, CP3. He okay. brings. He brings the. He he could score. I mean, we all seen throughout his career. He could, but he he's more on a a passing. Uh, and and let's look now. at that. That's how he, we, we he talk about now. the playmaking aspect. B. I'm sorry to cut you off there, but Cameron Payne also has good. seven assists to go along with 19 yeah, points. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, seven assists, and he had two blocks and a steal. Let's give that man some respect. He gets his respect, but again, not, not yet, if you're giving me regular passes, man, that's not breaking down the defense, but you're giving me passes that the defense is allowing me to have, that's totally different than when I come down and I facilitate and I break the defense down. Because right, now the, couple, right. the players have to make adjustments. We can't allow you to score like this. But if I'm saying, okay, we're going to give up this corner shot, man, they can have it. Just don't let this person get in. You throw it to the corner and the guy happened to hit a shot. You still get the assist, but you're taking what the defense gives you. It doesn't affect the flow of the game. Yeah. No, I, I, I get all that. I get all that. That's the dynamics of the game. But I believed in the Lakers' defense yesterday. I don't think they would have got um, great shots with the way Lakers were locking down yesterday. I think they were going to take contested shots with CP3 in the game or not. Yeah, before we um jump over the next series um do you think give all three y'all voices um the lakers feel extra confident not seeing cp3 on the floor did it change the momentum of game uh, did they thought process change i'm sure anytime you lose a great like that i'm sure it helps with okay let's step on we got them now let's let what they did is they made um they knew the offense wasn't going to be run like blue said in a certain way and so they were going to have to run in different areas booker has to become more of a playmaker um, and those sort of things instead of the score, which he did in yeah, the first with, game. He, he with, did an excellent with, with job that, of, of mixing it in in the first game. Yeah, with that, what Manny said, if uh, the Lakers, they gain confidence, I think they do at a, a certain extent because now they, there's no true point guard on the floor. There's no, there's no LeBron aspect of playmaking on the floor. When CP3's but, but, uh, out of the Okay, game. let's also point this out. Do you think LeBron and AD need help to win? Do you think that they... To win? What I'm saying is, uh, do you think LeBron and AD are afraid of CP3 being on the floor? No. They're not afraid. But That's, they, that's they the point I'm getting at. Does it give them confidence? Yeah. Does it... Does it they're cautious uh, about that. No, And that's a good thing. A healthy fear is good. You should always respect your opponent. No, but the question is not the CP3. Is that Caruso and Schroeder feel, feel CP3? Not LeBron. It's the guys he got to go against. No, no I'm, I'm not concerned about that. Caruso done faced some of the best scorers in the league, and, and he's going to not back down. He's going to play defense. Or he's going to sit on the bench like he's been doing when he gets ate up. 
I mean, <laughs> anywhere no, I mean, yeah, he didn't play. Well, Caruso's one of those guys. I don't look at the box score with him. I look at I look at the intangibles. He's going he's going to get deflections, take charges, and yeah, make the right play. Someone's and, and offense, I, I, I agree. Somehow, uh, but to answer, answer your question, I think you game plan. When you game, when you come up with a game plan, um, and that game plan is executed, you win the game. When you come up, to, when you come up with a game plan, and, and then you get in the game, and you can just nix it all together, you pretty, pretty much come win the game because you already know that you know. What I'm saying we're a better team. We already have a you know. What I'm all right. Have so, so are you saying CP3 is healthy? They win this game. Is that is that what you're saying here? Bottom line, I. I I agree with that. This this game right here, you know what I'm saying, has a totally different outcome. And the narrative is totally different, is what I'm saying. I don't know how we can I, say I, that. I, I watch the game and if 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 I'm the best if I'm the if I'm the floor general on my team and you take me off the team and you barely beat me, now my confidence is high. My yeah, confidence that's like okay, put it like this. Put it like this. You remember the uh second to third season. to last game of the year, LeBron didn't play and A D dominated Phoenix and we we pretty much handled them with CP3 healthy. You see mm-hmm. how those things can kind of work? There was no LeBron on the court and we still had, to say that um, if you put CP3 on the court, you see how, it doesn't, because if you take C, uh, LeBron no, off the team no, yesterday, this, they don't but then, probably again, win. And there's more, there's more <laughs> shots for everybody else then. Atmosphere. I know guys that can go in LA Fitness, man, and, and kill <laughs> LA If you put them jokers on the floor with the officials under the lights, it's a totally different game. Right, right, they, that's they, the point I was they, trying to make no. earlier with, with KCP being in Detroit. But my, they, my point they, is, they, so if you put them in a playoff situation where everything counts, the situation is different. So I, I, I you again, you can look at. I ain't gonna say that. If CP3 plays, the narrative of what we're talking about today has a strong, a high percentage of being totally different. It's basketball. You can't say who's hey, gonna win. I'm saying who's gonna win. Exactly. As a Laker fan, I wish I he was healthy. I don't want nobody about. to be able to say that. Uh, he was hurt. There's a uh, asterisk next to our win. Like I don't want that as a Laker fan. I wish CP3 but, was healthy because I I wanna I wanna be able to say, listen, we handled them. I agree. I agree. Uh, unfortunately, and it's sad. That same thing with Jalen Brown. Him being hurt and and out. I mean, I don't think they would have beat Brooklyn, but at least it, it gives them a fighting shot. No, um, I, I, this question before we change the subject: What's the narrative yeah. on CP3? If you look at the last five years of his career. When it comes to playoff games, every year it's, a, it's unfortunate. I absolutely love him. I think he's the best point. Well, Steph Curry's the best point guard of this generation, but he's right there. He's second, very easily to me. Um, and I think they they probably beat Golden State the year he went out and game had to miss game six or seven with the if he's healthy. But see, that's the thing. If you let B tell it, even with a healthy CP3, and a lot of people probably feel. Golden State fans that they still wouldn't have won, but they 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 were up three two when CP three went down, and so no does but, that do we take away from Golden State? Do we? Oh, let me get there. Do we take away from Golden State because CP three left them last two games? Yeah, is that an it's asterisk a, on their title? About. It is a narrative that's talked about. Yeah, I mean, we still Ray, let's, I, I'm gonna hit Manny with that because Manny's a big uh, Golden State style fan. So does does Golden State the same way you're criticizing the Lakers right now? Does Golden State get that same criticism with Durant when they were down three two and CP three had to miss two games? I I, I got I got two questions. I got I got to go back to this. I I I think they still should have won the game without CP three. The Rockets they shot like three for something from three point line. They still should have won the game. 
Okay, so basically what you're telling me, they still should have won it. So imagine if he was on the floor. So no, you're but, basically no, saying, but, but no, but that had nothing to do with CP3. They missed 27 straight threes. Yeah, that's t- yeah, that's a, no, that's but, but no, no, it does, it does because he could have shot five of them. So let me go back. Let me go back to um, let's go, let's go back to how Houston had them beat without CP3, but then a Golden State team and just ran through LeBron team. But that's my point. See, y'all making my point for me because what I'm saying is just because a star is dynamics, it's it's a lesser team. What you can look at as a lesser team on paper no, can no, give a right, team right, a harder no. time than a team with stars. And so you can't no, just right, put no. CP3 on the floor and say it's a win because no, right, there's a lot right, that goes right. into that. No, but Ray, you're looking at two different styles of CP3. He wasn't allowed to be CP3, CP3 with Houston. But they were still up 3-2. But they yeah, were still know, up three two. He he couldn't he couldn't put his print. He had his prints on it, but not the prints he wanted to put on the game because of how okay, Harden ran that. You can say that, but but that that Harden was MVP that year. That's a great version. If if you got to be the second uh, piece to him, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah but the way not, Harden, but, it, but it's his play style. <laughs> it's Harden's play style. Did you see yeah, how he not, just doesn't? It no, he, no. Hey, listen, I've been a big critic of Harden in the playoffs. How he falls short, trust me. But I'm just saying, but Harden's Ray, a pretty Ray, good let, one. Let me go back to to that though. To um the way all these LeBron fans say, oh KD was on that team. Like when he when when Golden State beat LeBron in the finals, they want to mention that. But that Houston team had him beat. You know what I mean? So we, why are we gonna piggyback and cry for LeBron because they got three superstars? Listen, but a James Harden, nobody's doing them. that. No, listen, listen. We we done been and have these conversations. You know why I stand on all that when we <laughs> get into the LeBron and Kobe stakes. You know why I stand on all that. I don't give LeBron the type of credit a lot of people give him for doing certain things. I do give him his respect. I understand he's a great ball player, and I'm definitely not a homer. So me rooting for the Lakers like I do that that strictly is that's my squad, and I'm gonna support whoever's on there. But I do respect LeBron. And if somebody takes his play out of context, I will take up for him because I'm all about being fair, no matter if I'm the biggest fan of him or not. All right. Any any, any last words as far as the that, that brought out a, a different dimension? <laughs> hey, that's great content, though. Absolutely. Listen, listen. This, yeah, this is this is the Skip Bayless and um, Stephen A. Smith era of podcasting. So, <laughs> hey, you, that was good times. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, man, I could stay talking about this forever, but um, let's move on to the last um, game of the night, which you know we we said we're waiting to talk about the Mavericks and the Clippers. Um, I'm a, I'm gonna give it to give it to B since I th- I feel like we watched B in terms of he wasn't allowed to speak a lot. B, what were your thoughts on um? Nah, yeah, this I, game I didn't yesterday. want to talk over them yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead. I boy. wanted to hear y'all, y'all points. All right. And so with yeah, the, no. the Clippers and um Mavericks game, I, I'm there. I'm like, I'm so over the Clippers. <laughs> I thought they was gonna win the series, mm. but they they cannot stop Luca at all. Yeah. They, they they it's just. They can't. They threw Kawhi. I love Kawhi. Yeah, I know that. I'm, I'm gonna throw a question. To, I'm gonna throw a question to Blue because I'm curious to see what his view on this is. Why can't right. they stop Luca Blue? They have two of the best wing defenders in the NBA, and Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Um, no one takes ownership of it. Mm. Like, uh, and I say that in the sense of if you go back to look how Mike and Pippen play defense, 
uh, yeah, they yeah. would say, Good "I point. got." They argue over who would get who, and then they and then once one started getting a little tired, tired, they switched out, and then you got them until you know I saying so on and so forth, and that's how they rotated their defense. They made sure they stayed locked in on the best. Yes, yes, you're absolutely right. I remember yeah, those so teams well. Situation, I don't see like I don't see that mentality coming from you know what I'm saying these two two ways you know what I'm saying PG and Kawhi like yo I got him uh, I'm gonna go hard for you know what I'm saying six seven minutes and I'm gonna tag you in and you pick him up or you know what I'm saying when he right. when he's on the floor with the role players you know what I'm saying we're gonna send Pat Bev and allow this you know what I'm saying to frustrate him mentally to get underneath his skin and then once Pat Bev get his tech I'm gonna pick him up I'm gonna do, they don't have no defensive strategy it's like. They play European basketball, which is his strength. I'm going to give you space. I'm going to allow you to get to your spots. But then I'm going to test your shot. Hope you yeah. Miss. So uh, I just think no one takes actual ownership of defending him and, you know what I'm saying, getting in him and then passing him off. They just kind of allow him to do what he wants to do. And then and he's great at it. I, uh, I absolutely agree with you. I'm going to go a little different route, though. I think that the big in today's NBA game is the key to stopping guys like that. If you don't have a big that can show out and hold his own for those couple seconds, he's has to guard him. Mm -hmm. That's why AD is so vital because he is one of the few bigs. I think they don't have a big because in today's basketball, pick and roll is prominent. You're going to yeah. get caught on the switch. So Kawhi and them is going to get washed on the play. Regardless of how good a one-on-one -on -one defenders they are. Now they can try to go through it, go under it, whatever, but you're giving up something if you go under it. Um, yeah. But once you get washed on a play, now it's him versus Ibaka, him versus Zubak, where he's taking advantage, him versus Beverly, too much size. Yeah. And so I think it's hard to be, to do like they used to do back in the 90s. Take that challenge of being one-on-one -on -one, because the offenses run so much different now. Um, yeah. With the spacing and the pick and roll the way it is. Before, there was a lot of isolation on back in the 90s. And you could lock in on somebody. Nowadays, it's not so much like that. And so he's getting the matchup he wants, sort of like how LeBron does. LeBron gets the matchup he wants. He's going to find Lou Williams on the floor. Who says you like it? This, um, this, and I apologize, but I'm, cause this one, it, it irks me because I, I made my living playing college and semi-pro ball off being a defender. No mm -hmm. one's comfortable setting a hard pick to force you to switch. They literally walk up and the guy just... Right, right. Some people do just settle. They get stuck on the yeah. pancake. So who who yeah. says, that, you know what I'm saying, you have to switch. You don't have to switch. You can slide. Absolutely. And somebody made this point. Somebody made your point yesterday. They were like, you know what? You need to need to get through it. Get through it. Yeah. Work harder off of it. And that's exactly yeah. what they need to do. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. And, and on the uh, throw point of uh, Kawhi and George Gardner, they... It's different that when Blue brought up the Pippen and Jordan thing. I was like, right. yeah, because at that time you could you could uh, hand check and you could give him like little taps. Right. Now you you throw a little tap at him, like to to play some and, defense. And you know what? Flopping has become goal. such a phenomenon. It's really tough yeah. to know what's a foul and what's not because they're so, good actors nowadays. That's why I tell you. Kawhi, that's why he can't. That's why people don't think he's. He's that defender anymore. It, that's the reason why he's not that defender no more. And this is a little bit off Kawhi topic. Why likes to get a, a fail on you? But if I'm a defender defense. and somebody continues to flop on me, I'm frustrated as I don't know what picking up silly fouls. I'm getting frustrated at that point. Nah, it's like I can't play defense, bro. Like I'm not touching him, and they're flailing. Like that, that, like that would frustrate me to no end to try to play defense like that. So I feel I know, for the guys uh, that got to play defense on some of these guys. I know Blue a Hawks fan, but Trey Young, he does that a lot. 
Oh, hey, they, Harden, Luca, they all. Them. I'm gonna say yeah. the whole everybody does it. LeBron does it. You know, no, what I'm yeah, saying? yeah, yeah. Uh, and and it's you know what? That's not basketball to me. That's not basketball to me. That that's mm-hmm. acting. Like I understand there's there's always been charges. Like a lot of people flop on charges and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I get that. That's the sportsmanship in it. But at a certain point, you just got to man up, man. Like. Come on, if nobody's touching you and you flailing, come on, something wrong with that to me. Now, I don't know yeah. if y'all remember Steve Nash even he said I guess they played they played the Hawks and uh Trey Young he'll he'll have somebody behind him, then he'll just come to a stop. Yeah, yeah, he just throw it up. Because what they see is they see weaknesses within the rules and, and how the players now, yeah, are playing them. That's smart. That's being them. Yeah, smart. he's just taking advantage of the rule book. And till somebody adjusts, he's gonna continue to do it and the rest are gonna keep calling it. Uh, before, you go to, before you go to Manny, me so again, there is nothing in the rule book that says you can deny the ball. There's nothing in the but, in the rule book that says you can't pick up 94 feet. There's right, nothing right. in the rule book that says you know what I'm saying like the rule book specifically says you know what I'm saying you have a spot on the floor that like the offensive player does and so on. And so. so there's things that happen, but I think we're so caught up that we become such a you know what I'm saying uh, pay to pay to play kind of league. Uh, mm. That you know, because it's, it's it's all about the offense. Nobody wants to see. Yeah, right, right. Same, same way the NFL has fixed the rules to make it a passing yeah. league and but make it more like fun. Quarterback forever now. You know, what I'm saying a, a three step drop last six seconds now. When when did that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm sure you'll know. Uh, progression. So, but yeah. I, I think. It, but when as a defender, uh, you have to play to the strengths and weaknesses of the refs. And I don't see a lot of people coming out and really challenging the refs. Like, I don't play the player that I play. I've I seen film on you. I know your strengths and weaknesses already. I know how to open the gate. I know you. I know if your left hand is weak or your right hand is weak. My job is to see if the ref is going to physically, psychologically, or whatever the case be. And I may have to pick mm-hmm. up a silly foul, though, just to see. But no one tests. If you go back and watch watch Luca, Luca would really dribble down the court. And, you know, I say he would see the whole, off, the whole defense, how it's set up. Who's in position? And then he looks at the by that time period, you know what I'm saying? It's seven, eight seconds gone off the clock, and there's really no mm. pressure on. So when do you actually get into him to make it difficult for him to see the offense? When do you get into him and like I know you're gonna step back after this dribble yeah. Wait. No, I, I agree. I watch the games and I think, dang, there, there's things I do different. Like why are you giving him so much room, so much space yeah. with five seconds left on the clock? It's like I don't I don't understand it. But um What about you, Manny? What are your thoughts on this game since you haven't spoken the yet? Clip, the clip is not good enough. Woo, Just flat funny. out not good enough. Hot take. Yeah, you you like we talked about uh like we talked about in the first, back to the last podcast. They they don't have a third and fourth score. They got no creators. And when your best guy is not a creator or they really don't he like Kawhi's great, but he really don't even pass great off of double teams. There's there's no Yeah extra qualities to his game as great as he is you know that's where they went out and got Rondo who's a pure point guard knows how to make other guys better has playoff experience raises his game in the playoffs yeah that's where they thought he was going to come into play at yeah but but they just just, let's look at that Rondo was a plus 13 yesterday why'd they only play Rondo 19 minutes he's a plus 13 that's that's sad that's sad Beverly ain't worth to me in a playoff series, give me Rondo all day. Yeah, yeah, but when, when it comes day. down, see now when it comes down to it, is that 
Now, what what if PG or Kawhi has a bad game? Marcus Smart, somebody. I'm looking at their their third best score was um Reggie Jackson with 15. Marcus Morris only gave him nine. Zubac only gave him two. Beverly only gave him and, three. And, and you gotta I mean, think about it. They're, they're, they're such a slow offense in today's game. I think I think the, for next year they got they're so slow. They're so easy to guard. Yeah, I just but I, seen, I I hear you talking about their offense. It was their defense that that just lost no, but, it for but, them to me. No, that you're gonna go. They're they're slow on defense too. With with today's game, they're slow. They're well, slow. because Zubac's not the greatest pick and roll defender, and like we just spoke about, you, I think that big man, like I think as we go along, that's gonna be that's why versatile big men are, are quick footed big men, AD, um, those types, they're hard to come by, but those are gonna be so valued with the way these guys handle the ball and and try to seek and out mismatches. What Kawhi had, yeah, thirty two in the first half. Yeah, a thirty, I believe, thirty. 30? Finish with 41, 14 for 21. I mean, you can't. I don't know what else you want him to do. PG had what, 30, 29, 28, 28, 28. But I, I think I seen like six come in garbage time when they were, they were already pretty much done. And so, yeah, those that's why I, I don't follow I the box score like that because that's what context is everything. That's why I think I just think the NBA is a lot of teams just well. Overrated, like Lakers. When you look at the Lakers, they got two stars, but they have great role players around them. And then, like when you look at the Clippers, they got great stars, but it's not even Dallas. Dallas have great talent around Lucas. They don't have the the star power might win in, in at the end, but they got they got pretty good talent around Luca that know their roles. That's what it's about. It's the intang- intangibles, the uh, you know the things that you don't see on a box score that wins championships with the role players. The rotations, for instance, that don't get credited on a box score. Um, the uh, deflections, the chain shots, you know, as, as a big or, you know, staying in front of your guy. Like, those things don't get credited. Those are the things that I think win games day in and day out. The stars are going to be the stars. The, the fundamentals and, and, are still huge. You still need fundamentals and go, in this league. And the go back and the go back to Luka, I think, I think Luka just had fun. I think, I think he, he got his own pressure on himself. But I don't think we got pre- the NBA fans don't put pressure on a twenty-two-year-old. We don't think he's gonna go nowhere. Let me but ask you a question, Blue. How good is Luca to you? Do you think he's just a product of this generation and and the, the role changes, uh, or do you think he he's this good? He's dominating think, a Clipper team. I think he's this good. Um, I agree. I, I agree. I, I, that's why I could put it. He started playing, you know, what I'm saying professional ball overseas. Which is that totally helped different. him tremendously. They're a lot yeah. more physical over there. It is. And I, he's a league which is developing the European style. So he's already ahead of most. Yeah. So, good point. Yeah. Good, I, brother. I'm, I'm, I got to ask you a question. I'm, I'm going to go off on a limb as I've been watching the playoffs and watching everybody game. You, you might put a little bit of top two in the league. Um. I mean, I wouldn't argue I it, but I, I take into account I'm like, defense I'm, as well when when I'm doing that. And, and yeah, so, but we do, but we just, to me, Ray, when you say defense, KD is the best player in the game. league to me. To me, that, KD is the best player in the me. league. I, I think Luca's number two. Who who's your best player in the league, uh, Blue? I'm curious. Ah, uh, KD. 
KD, yeah, yeah. Like I've been saying that for like three years now. Um, because, he just because Ray and we, Ray, you know what's crazy though? The reason why we got the pops because we and they don't they and the way they play. Yeah, I said that yesterday. They, the media yep. will kill them. Yep. Kill them. And, and we had one the team and. He, and I'm you don't sorry see Luca crying to the media. Yeah, you don't, you don't see Luca crying to the media talking about give me another star, give me another this, another that. He didn't well, go out there and ball. To be fair, he is only three years into the league. I'm sure seven, eight years. If he's still not winning the chips, he'll he'll get there. But we're at 128 at the um one hour and 28 nah, minutes into the podcast, and we I don't think we can go past 130 on this podcast. I think that's the limit here. So we're gonna end right. it um in the next minute or so. Any last thoughts? Blue, go first. Uh, nah, man, go Hawks. Go, go Hawks. Yeah, listen, listen. <laughs> I, to be fair, I picked the Knicks in seven, but congrats. Great win, game one. What about you, B? Any last thoughts? Uh, nah, not really. All right, man. I just don't like how. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, uh... oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, B. Oh, I just don't uh, like the energy I see from Boston. Even though they playing a great, hey, I don't blame you, man. If that, if, uh, if that was my team, I wouldn't like it either. Because I, I know Nets are more talented, but you got to bring more fight. Yeah. Hey, like, can we uh, talk about how like Knicks fans are gonna bring birds to the arena tonight? Bring what? <laughs> they supposed to be bringing like bird signs and, and bird shirts. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah. because they saying Trey Young is fear of birds. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, oh, does he? I, oh, you know what? Oh. I heard some about it, but I didn't pay too much attention to it. Okay, I was wondering where you was going with that. Nah, I heard about All it. right, guys, it was my pleasure having you guys on. We got to do this again. We got to do yes, this sir. again. This was yes. fun. Um, yes, Manny Blue, of course, B. Yeah, this was good. Tilt. Yeah, you. What about um Friday? Anybody got plans Friday? Nah, just shoot me the time, family. I'll be ready. All right, yeah, Manny, you good with that? All right, yeah, be, be good with three, that. Good. Yeah, all good. right. So let let's do this again Friday. <clears throat> um, I'll shoot you the time and all of that. Till next time, guys. Thank you for coming on. This is Sports Talk right, for the Fans Podcast. Thank you, everyone.